Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us, JP Smith, MEC for Safety and Security in the City of Cape Town. JP, a very good afternoon to you, sir, and thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure. JP, okay, so we're looking at the updates on the taxi strike in Cape Town. So we're looking at what has transpired until now. Uh, could you give us uh, just a, an update as to where things stand on the ground right now regarding the, the taxi strike? We have been talking between the province and the city to Santaco to try and bring the strike to halt, keeping in mind that the city remained committed to those talks when Santaco walked away from the taxi bus team originally um, right. last week and then that was in the beginning of the week when we had a meeting scheduled on Monday Thursday they announced the strike initially there was a great deal of chaos because the um, taxis took actions to congest and uh, disrupt traffic quite extensively sure. and immediately a bunch of vehicles and buses were burnt. Over Saturday and Sunday we were able to calm that situation substantially, the buses running up to 95% but with sporadic stone throwing and attacks, and that culminated uh, in several uh, uh, crises, uh, one of which was the, the unforgivable and horrific murder of um, Officer uh, Quinana, Sanikaya um, Quinana, and right. on Friday night, on Saturday, the bombing of a depot and destroying a number of vehicles. Um, and then uh, early this morning, an attempt to blockade the airport uh, to disrupt the teams from the Netball World Cup right. from, from leaving. And these are actions in oh. such bad faith mm. that it is making it extremely difficult to talk in good faith to the associations and, and bring the matter to a conclusion. JP, do you believe there's, uh, there's some kind of ulterior motive going on here? I mean, the law is enforced. There are laws that have been declared. Uh, the Taxi Association is mindful of these laws and why they've broken the laws. There have been impoundment of vehicles. Why has it come to such a fall in, the, in that part of the world? I, I note from a, you know, from a simple Google search, you can mm. see that there are impoundments being done throughout South Africa. They're not unique to, to, to Cape Town. Yes, but even uh, so, so, why, why it's is not it... not something that happens alone here. Right. Um, but uh, given how it's escalated things... in the Western Cape, that's, that's yes, what I'm no, trying I'm, to... Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to answer. Sure, you. sorry. The, the two things that they, that they claim for the reason of their um, grievance, um, and can I just say that I don't mind people being aggrieved with us. We, we, it, it is entirely appropriate all right, that you have the right at all times to take issue with what we do, to call us out and challenge us and to withhold your service. But I just want to add that that never in any way includes uh, violence, uh, destruction of property, exactly. uh, or the loss of life. That's, mm -hmm. Those are criminal offenses. That's not strike action. Right. But the things that are claimed as the reasons for the unhappiness amongst the Taxi Association is one permit. They wanted additional permits on routes. Province and city made uh, over 6,000 permits available, 700 were placed on the system. Um, more than 300 of those remain uncollected. So it, it, maybe that makes it look like that might not be the actual reason for the strike. The second issue is the enforcement. Now, that is done in terms of a national mm. act, the National Land Transportation Act. Right. And they say we impound them too aggressively and for too many things. And we said that is not the case. 
we are duty-bound to uphold the law. We lose 12,500 people needlessly every year to road death. Sure. We are duty-bound to reduce those horrific figures and to improve that situation. And it's not that I think – I don't think Cape Town is doing too much. I think maybe other parts of the country are not doing enough mm. if they say, well, you're doing more than other regions. I right. don't think we're doing enough. We still see these horrible accidents. Two months ago, we had an horrific accident in Mitchell's Plain. Six children died. And at that stage, everybody was angry and very motivated and said, what are you doing to resolve this? What we're doing is precisely the enforcement we undertake every day. There's the bottom line, enforcement. Now, it seems when enforcement is exercised, there's an issue. But anyway, JP, uh, looking at earlier reports, um, there, there's... Um there's, a, there's this um, like thought uh, thought process of of introducing the South African National Defence Force to try to try and shore up uh, uh, law and order in in the province. Uh, where does that issue stand right now? Um, I did relay requests for this to the mayor and the premier um, earlier today. Right. Um, the I'm always in two minds of this because on the one side. I don't believe you use a defense force for enforcement purposes. Right. Um, they are not trained in the Criminal Procedures Act or any enforcement processes. But you can, you cannot say that to a population. You cannot say that to people when their lives are being threatened by people who are in a paramilitary manner. I mean, this weekend right. somebody said to me, you're no longer dealing with an industry. You're dealing with a criminal syndicate here. Right. Um, and it's a paramilitary criminal syndicate that used an AK-47 to, wow. to kill one of our officers on Friday. That's not a group of people you can reasonably talk to. So under these circumstances, I say we must look at bringing on every possible safety resource that we can mobilize. The goal is to keep our people set, our commuters set. Right. Our buses would be able to compensate for most of the transport capacity lost by the taxis, were it not for the continuous violence perpetrated by the yeah. taxis against the buses. JP, very quickly, uh, arrest statistics. Where do we stand right now with arrest statistics? Uh, you've given, you outlined now the killing over the weekend of the police officer. I take it those have been brought to while well, they've been arrested and uh, arrests are continuing as we speak right now. Very... There were arrests made this morning in mm-hmm. relation to the blockade and there were arrests uh, made over these last uh, days. There were uh, 27 arrests made on at the station deck the day that the old incident started and they attacked the traffic officer mm-hmm. and then afterwards um, shot live rounds at the police, uh, which led to the, the taxi window being smashed open when the um, uh, uh, suspected um, assailants hid in the in the vehicle. And this, uh, uh, so in 110 cases at the last reckoning I saw of uh, sure. public violence um, and, uh, and destruction of property and assault and otherwise an attempted murder has been opened sure. over the last week. And we are collecting as much digital evidence via CCTV and other means as we're able to, uh, to, to try and help bring some of these individuals to book. And of course, we've offered a 250,000 rand reward and are very okay. actively involved in the investigation into the murder of Officer Quinana. The Western Cape certainly enforcing the law, making sure that things are done correctly and things are done applicably. J.P. Smith, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. We have to wrap it there. J.P. Smith, the MEC for safety and security in the city of Cape Town.